Wellness. What is it? Is it for a practicing Muslim? Let's explore the similarities between Islam and popular wellness beliefs and practices as we discuss wellness in Islam. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to all of my Muslim sisters and brothers. Peace and greetings to any non-Muslim listeners. I am Dr. Walina Brooks and you are listening to Wellness in Islam. Thank you for taking the time out of your schedule, perhaps busy schedule, to tune into our second episode. If you have not already listened to episode one, I would encourage you to take a listen whenever you have the time. As I did share in that particular episode, the goal or the reason behind this particular podcast, what motivated me, and I also shared just a little bit about myself and my background. So once again, if you have not had an opportunity to listen to episode one, I do encourage you to do that. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, I also encourage you to do that as I have a lot of ideas that I'm looking to create podcasts around. And so hopefully in the next weeks, um, a little bit more frequently than the time between episode one and today's episode, I'm going to look to put out more episodes uh, to have more discussion surrounding wellness. In today's particular episode, I want to touch on the importance of routines. Um, If you're familiar with wellness or self-care practices um, or even self-development, because I know it's big in that arena as well, then you have heard uh, probably more than you care to about routines, why why they are so important and... um, why we should why we should do them or have them, um, and so I want to discuss that today from the Islamic standpoint. Um, once again, the reason for this particular podcast is to share and to show and highlight the inherent, innate wellness um, that is already found within the religion. And so while it may be very exciting, it may be entertaining, it may be something that we process as new, um, different practices that are being discussed in wellness, I want us to look within our dean and see that these things, a lot of these things are already there. And so we're going to see that today as we discuss routines. So routines are important. And the reason why is because when done correctly, when done consistently, routines have been shown to show or to increase productivity, right? And so I see routines as a collection of habits, of activities um, that are done in relationship to one another, perhaps in some type of sequence or order 
And these particular habits and thus the routine are actually getting us to or close to an end goal or a <clears throat> desire of ours, excuse me. Um, and so for that reason, they can help to increase our productivity. So there's a lot of chatter, a lot of talk in those wellness circles and self-development talks and lectures about the importance of morning and evening routines. And because once again, as a society, we're really focused on productivity as it relates to wealth building, uh, career building, right? Most of the morning routines that I have come across are really focused on that increasing one's productivity in regards to work career hustle right whatever it is Um, and so frequently people will talk about the importance of perhaps journaling right putting all of your thoughts out on paper Um, sometimes using prompts to get you to think a certain way, other times more of a freestyle, just whatever is actually uh, on your mind. They'll talk about the importance of yoga or meditation. And I do look to do a podcast on yoga and meditation in the future, inshallah. Um, But for the Muslim, this I see as a place where we should really get away from those conversations and Allah knows best and insert our salah here, insert dua, insert dhikr, right? But they will frequently talk about the importance of yoga or meditation in the morning. Um, and I'm assuming to get them to a certain place mentally. Um, you'll hear about the importance of to-do lists, whether it be limiting yourself to a certain number of tasks to complete that day, uh, prioritizing most important things that need to get done. Um, Or you'll hear about the importance of starting your day off with some type of physical exercise. And all of these things, once again, are just examples of uh, different practices or habits that individuals use most frequently for that morning routine to get themselves to a certain mindset, certain energy level to carry out whatever task is necessary for that particular day. And then the evening routines, it appears, seem to focus a little bit more on self-care, on things that encourage relaxation and rest. And so I see it as The morning routine being all about the day, working, um, being productive, and then the evenings to balance that out, I guess, so to speak, really being more about calming down, looking inward, taking some time out for yourself, right? That self-care. And so there is definitely um, a part of the evening routines that focuses on making sure that you get a good night's rest. And that is really important. And so things like logging off of electronics at a certain time, limiting the use of electronics, 
drinking herbal teas or different things that may help to calm you and relax you. Frequently, um, I'll hear different women speakers talk about the importance of certain skin regimens or things pertaining to uh, the health and wellness of their bodies, once again, skin in the evenings, right? And so, once again, it's like the evening routine for a lot of people tends to really focus on rest and relaxation. And so, you may have listened to some of these examples and thought those are things that I do or those are different things that will be very beneficial and if that is the case, then that is great. Um, but I want to kind of focus in now on some of the um, opportunities that I see in our daily life as Muslims, our weekly life, our monthly life, right, um, that I feel like have already been put in place for us, alhamdulillah, that we can build on. Um, I truly, while looking uh, at doing this particular podcast, thinking about it, it just really hit me, right? And for many of you, you may have already come to this realization, right? Sometimes it's the most basic and simple things that once you, once you realize it, it's like, subhanAllah, why didn't I think of that before, right? But for me, while thinking about this particular episode, I just couldn't help but think about how so much of our daily life, those activities that we have to do from waking up to going to the restroom, eating, right? There are things within the religion, whether it is something obligatory, it's recommended, it's preferred, it's sunnah, that surround each of these activities, right? And so something that is essential to just life, right, for the human, um, things that we all do, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um, has, through his prophet, وسلم, has shown us ways to capitalize off of those particular uh, situations, right? And so for something like going to the restroom, we have different du'a that we would say upon entering the restroom, upon exiting. And so whether we realize it or not, these are actual routines, so to speak, right? A sequence of events, activities, things that are associated with one another that maximize productivity. And for the Muslim, that productivity is increasing us in righteousness, increasing us in good deeds, increasing us in obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right? So we see it, this schedule, this routine, right? Um, setting us up for success in our daily life with the five prayers, subhanAllah, right? We see it on a weekly basis. Um, for those who do take advantage and benefit from the Monday and Thursday fast, right? Um, for men who attend Salatul Jum'ah weekly, 
um, on a monthly level or basis, we see we have, for example, the Sunnah fasting of the white days, right? And I'm sure there are other examples. But so we see that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has set us up for success. He has set us up for increased productivity, right? The more we uh, follow the sunnah, the more we do these different practices surrounding the things that we already have to do, we create a routine. Um, And just like routines in the secular or the worldly sense setting you up for increased productivity, we would then be set up for an increase in righteousness, an increase in obedience, an increase in righteous deeds. And so within Islam as well, we do see this concept of a morning and evening routine, so to speak. We have our morning and evening askar. And so for a Muslim, a practicing Muslim, inshallah, we are all practicing Muslims, right? Then upon awakening, there are dua that we should be saying, just thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for awakening us. Whether you're praying to Hajjud or you're praying Fajr, then you would obviously get up and now it's time to purify ourselves whether that's minor or major purification to prepare ourselves for the prayer if we're talking about fajr then we know we have our two uh raka of sunnah prayer that we do before actual fajr and then we would have our fajr which would then be followed by these athkar right and so here we have before us, right, with combining fard with sunnah acts that surround it, a perfect morning routine. Alhamdulillah, Allahu Akbar, right? And obviously, we could build even more upon that, whether it's taking time to then read, contemplate, or perhaps memorize the Quran, some of the Quran each day, right? Maybe we would attach additional reading to it, right? Um, Islam is so vast that um, I'm sure there are tons of different topics that we could explore, we could increase our knowledge in, our study, right? And so there's tons of opportunity to build upon that morning routine that is already in place, right? We have an excellent framework, an excellent skeleton, right, Um, to build upon as far as a routine, which once again should really increase us in acts of obedience and acts of worship. And because we do live in this dunya, we do have worldly obligations and responsibilities, then of course, right, as long as it's permissible, it's beneficial, you can attach whatever you want to this particular routine, whether it's exercising, it is maybe you're a student and it's a great time to study, so many people are still asleep, it's generally quiet, right, 
or maybe it is going over that to-do list as far as your work or your occupation, right? And so once again, we're up, it's early, most of the world is still asleep depending on the time of the year that it is, um, and it's a, just a great start to our day, right? Um, and so this is the real goal and focus really of that morning routine. And then likewise, we have our evening routine, right? That we could view or we could see our evening AFCAR as the evening routine. And so I believe there's difference of opinion as to if these evening AFCAR should occur after Asr or after my grip, I personally do mine after I pray Salatul Asr. Um, once again, those evening Azkar that the Prophet Wasallam would say. Um, and then just like in the morning, with the morning Azkar, you can attach other beneficial activities with this particular time, right? Whether it's more reading of the Quran, perhaps more study, maybe it's at this time that you actually do a bit of exercise or physical activity before Maghrib or if you're Maghrib um, that you're doing your evening Azkar before Isha. But these are great times, great opportunities for us to take advantage of. And here we have our morning and evening routine, so to speak, already laid out before us, alhamdulillah, 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 right? Um, and so the last thing that I really want to say about routines, whether you're looking at the morning and evening routines, as we just discussed for us, uh, really associating those, inshallah, with the morning and evening afkar, or if there's other routines, right? Because with our day already being divided up with our prayers, one could easily do other acts or create routines around the other prayers, right? Depending on your schedule, your study or your work life, your worldly affairs, right? You could easily build upon uh, your salat or I should, I guess I should say create different habits and routines around each of the prayer, right? And we see this frequently during Ramadan when people are trying to complete a certain amount of Quran during the month, then I've seen where people may read four pages before or after every salat right? And so this is a way for you to create a routine, perhaps just surrounding the prayer. Maybe on Fridays, if you're someone who attends Salatul Jummah, maybe you make a routine of that by walking to the masjid um, and getting those particular blessings. Maybe after the Salat, you go and you visit the sick or you visit with family, right? So we can just take these things that we are already doing and increase in righteousness by, uh, by associating different acts that Allah loves and is pleased with around those particular events and, and creating routines that, once again, increase us in 
righteousness increase us in good deeds. But the last thing that I do want to say about routines is that it's very important that we stay flexible and we allow for our routines to be fluid. I know personally routines or to-do lists are sometimes stressors for me because if I'm not able to necessarily do them just as I have them laid out, whether that's on paper or mentally, then I sometimes get frustrated and I feel like, what's the point? If I can't do it, then I shouldn't even attempt. And that's really just not the way to look at it, right? Um, We do want to be consistent. We do know that the Prophet said that you, the deeds that are most beloved to him, right, are those that are done consistently, even if it is little, right? Allah loves the deeds that are consistent, even if it is little. And so we do want to strive for that consistency, but we also have to remember that things happen, things come up. And so just because you can't do all of it doesn't mean that you shouldn't do any of it, right? And so this is what I mean with try to stay flexible and try to stay fluid. My family and I just recently traveled. And so traveling is definitely a routine breaker, right? Or at least it can be. You're out of your element. You're out of your environment. You may not have all of the necessary items, whatever it may be, right? Um, For women, if you are someone who has created this whole magnificent routine surrounding uh, your morning and evening Ascar, well, when you're not praying, or I should say your your salat, when you're not praying, then clearly that's going to throw a monkey wrench into that particular routine, right? And so as we frequently say, we plan and Allah plans and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the best of planners. So we have to remember to just try to stay flexible, uh, be kind to ourselves if we're not necessarily completing all of our tasks, all of our to-do lists, or if our routine doesn't necessarily look the exact same from day to day. Um, One of the things that I came across while doing a little bit of research for this particular episode is that it was said that although we know that so much of the Prophet's life, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, has been recorded and narrated, we have yet to see anything that says how he spent each and every day, right? We, ha- we definitely know different things that he did, what he didn't do, what he said, what he didn't say, right? We have all of these things, but we don't have anything that says this is how he spent his day because that's just not realistic, right? Being who he was, the, the prophet, the imam, the leader, the, the father, the husband, right? All of these titles, um, it just wouldn't necessarily allow for something to, for his day to just go dot, 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 dot every single day. But we do know that he would be present in the moment and do what was best at that particular time. And so that is what 
we should all really strive for, right? Using routines as a means to increase in our obedience, using routines as a means to increase our worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but also realizing that from day to day things will change and we have to, or we should, try to adapt or flow, flow with those changes, right? All right, so that is all that I wanted to discuss about routines. If you have what you think is an awesome routine, I would love to hear whether that's morning, evening, afternoon, it doesn't really matter. Um, And hopefully, if you're not necessarily, if you haven't thought about it that particular way, then maybe after listening to this particular episode, uh, you'll have a couple of Uh, things that maybe you want to incorporate into your day. Once again, I hope that each and every one of you will take the time to subscribe. I do plan to put out additional episodes here relatively quickly um, to get some of these ideas out of my head. Um, So remember to subscribe. Please share it with your family and friends. Anyone you know who may be interested in different health topics, at some point in time, I do plan on maybe having some additional speakers or guests. So please try to stay tuned. Um, And so with that, um, I look forward to catching up with you all on the next episode. Until then, I leave you in the care of Allah. And to any non-Muslim listener, I leave you in peace. Until next time. I sincerely hope that you all enjoyed today's episode and by Allah's permission, benefited from it in some kind of way. Please be sure to check the show notes for any links or approximate translations of Arabic words or phrases I may have used. Also, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and share it with your family and friends. Lastly, anything that I said that was correct is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And anything I said that was incorrect is from my own self and the evil of shaitan. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik ash'adu an la ilaha illa ant astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk.